Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to Turn to Page 26, Alone in Snakebite Canyon. How you doing, Sheriff Raps? Well, you're not alone in this Snakebite Canyon. Pickle my grits, that looks like a tear on the cover ahead. Oh. Take care, buddy. Take care. Well, right. Uh... You be good now, you hear? Uh, we got uh, a book. It's I'm I'm into this theme. I don't know. It, it's not much of a horror theme to me, and that's mm. what makes me like it. Like I know that there's yeah, there can be Wild West horror here and there, here and there, but you know, generally, this just is a snake. The two generally the two genres just don't cross that much like there is a kind of like tension there mm -hmm. is a the, there is an action but rather you know the the desert doesn't seem that horrifying whereas really absolutely is absolutely baking under the sun trying to find any hint of oasis or water it's true it's true it seems such fertile fertile soil unlike the desert unlike the desert also Outlaws? I mean, little uh, mm. little toy dolls ain't gonna do much damage to you, but a bullet sure will. Mm -hmm. That's none too fine. I, I do kind of hope that we are in that Western realm. Yeah, me too. Uh, in general, all I know is that we are dealing with a snake it in a canyon. Certainly seems to be implied. <laughs> <laughs> there is a snake in snake oh, bite. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Pardon me. We're also alone. We don't have anyone else with us at this period of time. I save the snake. What do you want to bet that that's not even true? <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you want to bet? A dollar. I'm not willing to lose it. <laughs> yeah. 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 You're going on vacation at your aunt and uncle's. They live in Snakebite Canyon. They have an annoying, annoying cousin, Marty. Neener, neener. I love the canyon, but I don't like being cool. Uh, you know, like we're going to get that and then and we're not yep. going to be alone. Do you want to? Yeah. I intend to feed Martin to the snake. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll see. I, hey. Maybe I'm wrong. Let's find out on uh, the Beware page. Beware. <laughs> Don't read this book from beginning to end, partner. Are you scared of snakes? Then don't buy the magic snake eyes at the gift shop in Lone Star National Park. Sure, they'll turn you into some cool animals. But the original owner wants them back. And he's one angry old rattlesnake. You could get a map of a gold mine instead. You might strike it rich. On the other hand, you might end up dead. And that would make it hard to get your money back. This is your camping trip, so you decide what will happen, and you decide how terrifying the scares will be. Just like real life. You know, it even actually continues to start on page one, then follow the instructions at the bottom of each page. You make the choices. You can hunt for treasure. You can fly high in the sky. There were other things after that as well. Oh, I forgot it, you're reading it, mine. <laughs> it adds a little bit of extra text there specifically. Uh, you can hunt for treasure yeah. or fly high in the sky, but if you choose wrong, the camping trick is going to end very badly. Now take a deep breath, cross your fingers, arms, toes, and legs, and turn to page one and give yourself goosebumps. My legs are already crossed. I do sit crossed like all of those crossed in a helical pattern at all times. I stretch. Yeah. I have my toes crossed with my fingers and my legs crossed with my toes. So. <laughs> Thorough. I'm a pretzel. Quit it, Pete. You yell at your older brother. For the zillionth time, I know you're not a panther. <laughs> I made you jump. Admit it. Pete says. You scowl. You are feeling a little jumpy, but not because of Pete. There's something creepy about this dusty visitor center shop. Or maybe it's just that you're carsick. The road through Lone Star National Park was bumpy and rutted. Anyway... There are no panthers around here anymore, you add. It's full of rattlesnakes now. That's why they call it Snakebite Canyon, not Panther Canyon. Pete shrugs and wanders over to your parents, who are also not here because you're alone. They're stocking up on camping supplies. You're beginning to wonder if spending an entire week in this park is such a great idea. Then you glance into a dusty old glass display case. Awesome! It's filled with snake skulls, real Indian arrowheads, and cool-looking rocks. 
In the middle of the case is a hairless old head. The skin is cracked and wrinkled all over. It looks mummified. It must be about a thousand years old. The head grins. Can I help you? It asks. Get ahead on page two. <laughs> you gasp. Then the head rises. It's not a mummy head after all. It's just the old shopkeeper. He was staring you down from the other side of the glass case. <laughs> Speaking of wild animals, are you? The shopkeeper cackles. I have something that might help. He holds out a box with a pair of little balls inside. They look like marbles. These are snake eyes. He winks. Magic snake eyes. <sighs> right. You murmur with a weak grin. The old guy's crazy. You're about to turn away when you glance at the snake eyes again. They're glowing. This is a missed opportunity. I thought they were going to be a pair of cursed dice. But, I, you know. I roll identify. Yeah. Uh, you find a pair of cursed dice. <laughs> <laughs> Knew it. <laughs> Whoa, maybe these snake eyes really are magic. The Kazot Indians knew how to use these magic eyes. The shopkeeper goes on. You just rub them and poof, you turn into an animal. Uh, say a bear is chasing you. Why, you just rub the eyes, turn into a bird and fly away. The transformation lasts for as long as a thousand heartbeats. Long enough to make your escape. This is an extremely exciting alternative first episode of the Pokemon anime, Professor Oak. <laughs> Here you go, Ash. You're now at the age of ten. The time where of your life where you turn into a bear. Rub, rub these snake guys, turn into a bird, and fly away. Last for a thousand heartbeats. Be back soon. Uh, have you met my grandson? He's he's a, he's also a bear. <laughs> but he's a better type of bear than you are. Yes, yes, yes. Bear, bear. He's our man. You're thinking that sounds like a pretty good idea. You're sort of scared of bears. Besides, wouldn't it be cool if the eyes really worked? You just might buy them after all. And then you notice the price tag. It's almost all the money you've got. Are they worth it? While you try and decide, go to page four. Uh, they're a little expensive. You mumble. The old man shrugs. Oh, well, how about a magic map then? He points at an old paper scroll in the display case. The label says, Map of the Lost Gold Mine. Wait a second. How can a mine be lost? You protest. It's right on that map. The old man bends towards you. That's not why they call it lost. He whispers. It's called lost because no one who's gone there has ever come out again. You swallow hard. <clears throat> Speed Really? Run. Really? He nods. It's guarded by ancient magic. But they say there's enough gold piled up in the mine to buy this whole state. If you can pass the magic tests. Hmm. A gold mine protected by ancient magic, or a pair of snake eyes that turns humans into animals. You don't have enough money to buy both. Which would you rather have? Uh, hmm. Would you like to read Animorphs or Goonies? Yeah. The 100% the route is get the map, get the money, use that money to buy the snake eyes. Wham. I mean, I'm with you. It's logical. I will. Um, or snake eyes turn into a bear, clock the old man. That's what I was going to say. I think that's the, <laughs> I was going to say. I mean, you're a bear. Is he going to really stop you? Doubt. <laughs> doubt, doubt, doubt. I don't know. This is a tough one because this is like. There's not like a inherently more on theme one i'd say i guess i'd argue maybe the map is slightly more on theme mm, mm. against the snake eyes in snakebite canyon oh i agree mind but the, the, wait it's strange that, but it's strange that it's true yes aside from the fact that there's snake eyes it's like it's a more western feeling adventure than mm -hmm. shape-shifting to me but mm -hmm. Snake Eyes is Snake Bite Canyon. That is true. This is tricky. This will probably be the toughest mm. decision we have all book. It may well be. I I'm gonna I'm gonna throw the executive. Let's do the Snake Eyes route. All right. I am not gonna fight it. It shares a word with the that is uh, true with the title. 
and, and it's it the, the first, first one two yes <laughs> there we go <laughs> first thought best thought you decide to buy the snake eyes they probably don't work but they look so cool outside you show the box to pete i hope you got some snake eyes of your own you say with a smirk snake eyes what for you take off the lid they're magic so when a big bear comes into our camp tonight which will happen <laughs> I'm going to turn into a bear and fly away. You're going to be bear food. Magic eyes. <laughs> yeah, right. Pete snorts. You hold up the eyes. Look, they're glowing. It's just the sun, stupid. Pete argues. You inspect the eyes more closely. Well, they were glowing before, weren't they? Then you see a piece of paper folded up tightly in the box. You open it. It's covered with tiny writing that you can hardly read. You scan the first words and a chill goes down your spine. Read them on page 135. We're updating our cookies policy. <laughs> it says, warning, we're updating our cookies policy. These eyes were stolen from a magic rattlesnake. Pete yanks the paper from your hand. He reads in a low voice that's supposed to sound scary. The snake could turn into any animal with a blink of its magic eyes. Oh, I'm scared. Pete wails. Give that back! You shout, grabbing for the paper. Pete whips it away and keeps reading. It could become a field mouse and crawl through the smallest hole. It could see for miles in the sharp eyes of an owl. Oh, that's so dorky. Shut up, Pete! You yell. Give it back! Wait, wait, it gets better. He laughs and keeps reading. One day, a brave eagle plucked out of the snake's eyes. He gave them to the Quetzal Indians. For centuries, the Quetzal used the eyes to change themselves into animals. Now you have the power to transform yourself. But the magic carries a price. Turn to page 33. You snatch the paper from Pete's hand. Pete shakes his head. No kidding, there's a price. How much do you pay for those eyes, sucker? I think they're cool. You mutter. You fold up the paper and tuck it into your pocket. Just then, your mom walks up. Ready, campus? She asks. You all climb into the car and head for the campsite. You're staying in the Quetzot... Quetzot... What, which one is it? Quetzot... no clue. Quetzot... Quetzot... Let's say Quetzot. Quetzot Basin. Uh... There are picnic tables, cooking grills, and metal boxes where you can lock up your food. The boxes are marked bear-proof. Awesome! You and Pete set up the tent that you'll be sharing. The minute he wanders off to look for firewood, you crawl inside. You unfold the paper that came with the snake eyes and keep reading. Legend says that the rattlesnake still searches for its eyes. It roams the Quetzot Basin and hills. And it burns with an anger, planning a terrible revenge... To the thief who has its eyes? The thief who has its eyes, you think? That would be me. Turn to page 17. Bet you're wondering how I got in this situation. That's fine. We'll escape it by turning into a bird. Yeah. <laughs> you shake your head. It's just a dumb story about a mean, blind rattlesnake that hangs around an area that you happen to be camping in with your family, looking for the person who has its eyes. When you get to your sleeping bag that night, you make sure that it's completely empty. Not because of the legend or anything, it's just common sense to do that while you're camping the wilderness. Yeah, that's it. A little while later, Pete's snores are Pete's snores are so loud that they wake you. You sit up and your eyes widen with surprise. Something is glowing near your feet. It's coming for your wait, it's coming from your jeans, which are folded and lying on your pack. The snake eyes. The glow is showing clear through the pocket. You wriggle into the jeans and roll out of the small tent. You pull the snake eyes from your pocket. They're hot like marbles left in the sun. You hold one up to your eye for a closer look, and you can't believe what you see. Take a closer look on page 86. It's, <laughs> it's as if a movie is playing inside the eye. It's Shrek forever after. <gasps> You see a falcon flying in the moonlight. It circles high above the earth. You peer into the other eye. This one shows a big black bear huffing and snorting as it ambles along a hilly trail. The storekeeper said that if you rubbed the eyes, you would turn into an animal. You're beginning to believe him. Might as well give it a try. Which eye should you rub? What's better, being a falcon or being a bear? Oh. 
If you want to be a bear, 32. If you want to be a falcon, 8. Bruno, I, I, I hard steer this on the previous. Why don't you tell us whether you'd prefer to be a falcon or a bear? In real life, let's mm. think. Would I prefer... I am afraid of heights, but I don't think that would be true if I was a falcon. It's true. Prob probably. I am also afraid of bears, which I don't think that would... I'm not actually that afraid of bears. I should be more afraid of bears. There was a bear walking down our street, uh, the last place I lived, and he was just cute. Let's go be a falcon on page eight, though. Let's go be a falcon on page eight. Uh, I mean, like, I don't need you know, the compulsion to hibernate for half the year. I already have that. Yeah. With you there. I want to be a bird, you think? You rub the glass eye, showing the falcon. A strange tingling starts in your stomach. Soon you feel itchy all over. Maybe this wasn't such a good idea. You look down and see why you're itching. It's because there's feathers sprouting out of your body and you're shrinking. Where's the world growing? Hmm. Your jeans and pajamas fall off. You, to watch your, you watch your feet turn into claws. Maybe this wasn't such a good idea after all. Wait... Wait, <laughs> and she just it just said that. <laughs> Maybe this wasn't such a good idea. You look down and see why you're itching. There's feathers sprouting out of your body and you're shrinking. Your jeans and pajamas fall off, but you watch your feet turn into claws. Maybe this wasn't such a good idea after all. <laughs> it's, 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 it's okay. It'll happen a couple more times over the course of the page, I'm sure. Yeah, I know, but it, it's just like, it's funny. Oh, wait. And you're shrinking? Oh, that's fine. Maybe I'm starting to get back into it. Oh, no, I'm naked. I don't like this anymore. <laughs> now your jeans and pajamas fall off? Maybe this wasn't a good idea. Uh, you try and scream for help, but the sound of it comes out as a screech. And it's coming out of your beak because you're a falcon. This has to be a dream, you realize. You try and pinch yourself, but you flap your wing instead. It's no dream. You remember something else the storekeeper said. If you lose the snake eyes, you can't change back into a person. You scoop up the eyes in your sharp beak. You peer down at your feathered falcon's body. You know what you're going to do next. You're going to fly. Soar Maybe on. this wasn't such a good idea after all. <laughs> I'm afraid of heights. Soar on to 131. You flap your wings like crazy. You feel yourself lifting into the air. You open your eyes. Your campsite is yards below you. You realize there's nothing holding you up. Almost like you're flying. For a second, you have a sick, sinking feeling. You're falling. Then your wings stretch out and catch the air. Instead of falling, you're soaring up, up, up. The tents in your parents' car are so far below, they look like toys. But with your keen falcon's eyesight, you can make out every detail. You wing along through the crisp night air. It's amazing. It's awesome. You're really flying. But then all of a sudden, that funny tingling in your stomach comes back. Uh-oh, you're turning back into a human and you're about a mile off the ground? Now what? Find out on page 90. I read on it. This was a good idea. Maybe this wasn't such a good idea. <laughs> your heart pounds in your feathered little chest as you flap your little wings. Why are you changing back so soon? Then you remember, according to the shopkeeper, the transformation only lasts for a thousand heartbeats. A falcon's heart must beat a lot faster than a human's. It's a good thing you still got bird vision. You can see a mountain ledge up ahead. Maybe you can reach it before you lose all your feathers. There's also a winding river below. Maybe you should head for that. If you turn into a human in midair, the water might break your fall. Mountain 101, River 37. Uh, mm. 90. 101, 37. Uh, hmm. I mean, if we went into the river, I would assume we turn into fish. Well, I mean, surely we have to want to turn into the like we we had to almost like summon the will to turn into a falcon at the first point. Yeah, I'm just saying like. Oh, you're saying we could do. Yeah. I'm saying like that. that. Let's be I, a fish. That's more just me reading into this is that's like an assumption as to what would come next if we went that way. I don't know what would come next logically if we went for mountain. What mm. else, but I have a line this way. Uh very fair. You dive for the river. As you speed towards it, you feel your wings turning back into arms. Your feathers are falling out. 
By the time you're just over the river, you're not flying anymore, just falling. Tumble out of the sky and smack against the water. Ouch. Everything goes silent as you plunge underwater. Then you struggle to the surface, popping up, coughing, and gasping. You shake the water out of your eyes and glance around. High canyon walls rise up on both sides. The cold river rushes you downstream. It's a good thing you can swim. Then you hear a loud, roaring sound. The current picks up speed. As you round a canyon wall, you gasp. Just ahead are the worst rapids you've ever seen. Jagged rocks rise out of boiling white water, and you're rushing towards them. Like a freight train. Swim to page 74. Oh, no. 74. Become fish. Become fish. Squeeze your fish muscles. Oh, there was a better way to do this. Okay. Then you realize something even worse. In all that coughing and sputtering, you seem to have swallowed one of the snake eyes. You spit the other one out into your hand, then you feel around your mouth with your tongue. Yep, it's gone. But there's no time to worry about that. You're still hurtling towards the rapid. You look into the remaining snake eye. It's glowing, and it shows a fish. Well, isn't that lucky? You wonder if fish have trouble with rapids. Instead of changing, you could try swimming for the shore, but the current is so strong. What's it going to be? Change into a fish or swim for the shore? Foregone conclusion. We become a fish by flipping to page 53 rather than swimming ashore with backstroke to page 78. I agree. 53. Oh my gosh. None of these pages are working. Oh no. Alas. Come on, click. 53 was? 53 indeed. You're in the water, so it makes sense to be a fish, you think. You rub the wet snake eye. This better work. The rapids are coming up fast. Tingly feeling washes over you. Your stomach gurgles. You pop the remaining snake eye into your mouth. You're not going to swallow this one. Let's put it. So let's put it in my mouth. Your arms grow scales and fold into your body. Your legs grow together into a tail and your head slips underwater. You hold your breath. And then you realize you're a fish. You take a tiny breath of water. Huh. Not bad. Then another. Soon you're breathing as if you were born with gills. You zoom into the rapids, dodging rocks. You swoop through the swirling water. Your fins are like wings. You're the fighter plane of fish. <laughs> Your stomach starts gurgling again. Hey, it's too soon for you to change back. Then you realize you haven't eaten breakfast. Dinner was a long time ago. You're just hungry. Then your stomach rumbles again and you feel funny. Uh-oh, you are changing again. Head to page 88. Man. Oh, my God. Come on. The last time we uh, changed into an animal was uh, Batwing Lair, right? Batwing Hall? Um, oh or, or at the very least, that was, like, that was like the last time it was like a major plot beat or whatever. Yes. Definitely. And distinctly, I remember then it was the same situation as now. When you are a bird... Not very many people talk. <laughs> mm. Yeah. So if we ever, if, if it keeps going like this, we can just give you pages. Because. Sure. <laughs> you want to take this one? Uh, absolutely. Let's go. 88. Your fins disappear. Powerful legs replace your tail. And you're getting furry. You're a jackrabbit. What's going on? You didn't rub the snake eye. But you can't think about that right now. You have a more urgent problem. Jackrabbits can't swim very well. You flail your hind legs trying to stay above the water. You feel yourself bonk against rocks. I love that they use the word bonk. You feel yourself bonk against rocks. You're not a fighter plane anymore, just a wet rabbit in the rabbit. Wet rabbit in the rapids. Then your stomach rumbles and you feel yourself starting to change again. Why is this happening? Then you remember you've got a snake eye in your stomach. Oh no. Does stomach rumbling count as rubbing the snake eye? Your nose grows before your eyes. It's turning into some sort of snout. What now? Snuffle your way to page 136. I have a uh, little idea based on that. Snuffle, snuffle. Uh, you want to just like flip flop back and forth until they give us sure. people. <laughs> okay. Your skin is getting bristly. Your snout gets longer. You're turning into some kind of pig. Then you remember your books. There's a creature in these parts called... A javelina? Ooh, it's kind of wild pig. Unfortunately, javelinas can't swim any better than rabbits. Bonk! You bounce off another rock. Plus, you're still hungry. You feel your stomach rumble again. 
Then the tingly feeling comes over you. This is bad. The snake eye in your stomach is changing you every time it moves around in there. Scales suddenly pop out of your arms, you gasp for air, and you find that you've got gills again. You're a fish! Maybe you should head for the shore before your growling stomach changes you into something else that can't swim. Or maybe you should eat a fish dinner. You've got to stop your stomach from rumbling. You see a minnow flit by in front of you, where there's a nice patch of algae by the bank, and a worm is wiggling above you on the surface. A fat, juicy worm. Well, head for shore on 9 or chow down on 113. I mean... We've got to stop the the randomizer mod that we have going on. For I know. Form. If we if we stay here too long, Link's head is going to start clipping through the ground. Mm -hmm. So chow down one thirteen. Well, let's do it. Oh my god, it worked. Okay. On you. You are hungry, and that worm looks good. Then you realize what you're thinking. I want to eat a worm. Yuck! But hey, the next time your stomach rumbles, you could turn into a worm, and you'd rather eat one than be one. You swoop towards the wriggling worm and swallow it down whole. As you gulp it down, you try to imagine a nice ham sandwich and try not to feel it give a final wiggle. Why is a worm in the water anyway, you think? Stupid worm. Then you feel something sharp in your mouth. A hook. As you get yanked out of the water, you have another thought. I should have known that worm looked fishy. The end. You know what? Fair point well made, fair. game. We probably should have wondered why that was there. Fair, 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 fair. But who fishes in a whitewater rapid? That is more fair. I feel like the only people doing that are people who are playing like Animal Crossing, perhaps. Or yeah. like other, just that's that's a fishing sim spot. That's not a real life fishing spot. No, no, sir. Exactly. You'd get a oh, net and you'd just catch the salmon as they leap downstream. Yeah. Well, you head for shore. Now that you're past the rapids, it's easier to swim. Soon you're in the shallows, right near the riverbank. Then your stomach starts to rumble again. You feel feathers sprouting from your scales. At least let me be turning into a duck. You think. You splash towards the shore, half bird, half fish, half man, half fish, half bird. You barely make it before the change is complete. You glance down at yourself. Hey, you're an owl. A wet owl. You start to flap your wings and lift into the air. Phew, it's good to be flying, and owls have great vision. From up here, you can see your whole camp. You race towards it. Not far from camp, you start to feel funny. But it's not your stomach rumbling. Maybe a thousand heartbeats are up? You think you can land at camp before you change, but then you spot an early morning tour group. Maybe you should change back to your own shape right in front of them? That would give them a shock. Or should you just land in your tent? Scare the tourists on page 60 or land out of sight on page 124. I will always, in this situation that we have presented towards us, stray towards the path that seems to maybe have voices. Now, while I do feel that, the one reason I don't want to do that is because, like, maybe you should change back to your own shape in front of them. We're going to land in front of them. Our stomach is going to rumble. We're going to turn into a bear uh, and then get fought, I think. Well, that's true. Wait, why do we think that we're turning back into our normal shape? Exactly. We haven't been able to manage that one time so far. Yeah, that it just hasn't happened. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, all right. 124. So maybe we'll land, you know, hey. Yeah. One, two, four. Oh, I guess, uh, hey. This, yeah, yeah, hey, scaring the tour. It's, it's, this, is, this is why it's rough when the stories don't have, you know, it's like a path line that has no talking mm. with our format. Scaring the tour group would be fun, but you've had just enough fun for one day. You head for your campsite. You land behind your tent. No one seems to be awake. Good. Your feathers start to disappear, and your wings start turning into arms. All right, it's good to be a human again. You find your human jeans and human pajama top right where you left them. As you put them on, your stomach starts to rumble. You better eat something fast. You find your dad's keys. <laughs> and open the bear-proof food locker. The first thing you see is a loaf of bread. You gobble down a piece. There's some turkey, so you grab a handful of that. 
make yourself a peanut butter and jelly, or sorry, just a peanut butter sandwich. Then you make another. When your family gets up, you're still eating. For heaven's sake, dearie. Your mom yells. You've eaten more than half the food. Better get more. Your words are muffled by the food in your mouth. But your mother will understand soon enough. You've got to keep eating. One stum stomach rumble and you could become a dinosaur or a lizard or an ant. You're going to be fat pretty soon, but at least you'll never be hungry again. The end. I mean, this is fine. This seems too conclusive. Like, number one, there's a magic rattlesnake out there that's looking for these. Yes. Number two... What, does this person's gastrointestinal system just not work at all? Like, yeah. you're eating a lot of food, you're not gonna keep that marble in you forever, I think, friend. Yeah. I, I'm i gonna chalk it up as a good ending because this just doesn't work for science. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> 60, landing in front of the tourists. You decide to land in front of the tourists. After all you've been through, you might as well have some fun. You let out a loud... <coughs> as you land on a nearby tree branch, a little girl on the tour gazes up. Look, Mommy, a big owl! Ha! That's what she thinks. Just as you land, you feel the change take hold. Your feathers disappear, your wings turn into arms, you're turning into a human before their very eyes. You're right, a thousand heartbeats were up. The tour group gasps, a few hold up cameras and snap pictures, but most of them are screaming. In a few more seconds, you turn completely into a person. Cool. Then you look down and realize you're not wearing any clothes. You're as naked as a jaybird. Too bad you weren't as wise as an owl when you decided to put on this little show. The end. I mean... We're naked? That, that's lethal? I... I think they've toned down the endings. I, d I don't know if this is a trend or just how this story is going, but all of the endings so far are being, oh, you didn't get to do the thing. Oh, sorry about it, pal. Rather than like, oh, you felt your brainstem collapse. Like, you know, like, they never went super graphic before, but these are very much more, oh, you embarrassed yourself, the end. What? There's still a rattlesnake out there that wants to kill me. I know. Well, this is so far back. <laughs> so we have to go so far back that we are deciding to swim ashore instead of be a fish. Yep. That... Fish canceled. Fish route over. You know what? I got to be honest. I think this is going to be another death and we're going to go all the way back up to becoming to a bear. Bear, I think. Let's try this, though. Uh, Let's yeah. swim ashore to page 78. 78. You want to take this one? Sure. You swim strongly towards the shore. You hope you can make it before you crash into a big rock. You're a good swimmer. Once you get out of the middle of the river, the current isn't so strong. The canyon walls are steep, though. There isn't a shore, just a few trees sticking out of the dirt where the wall meets the water. Their branches hang over the river. You reach up and grab one. All of a sudden, your stomach starts to gurgle. As if you were changing again, but that couldn't be. You haven't rubbed the snake eye, and you haven't realized yet that the stomach rumbles do that for you. Then, you realize you haven't eaten in a while. You're hungry. It's just your stomach rumbling. Phew! But as you're having trouble hanging onto the branch, you peer up as your hand, and it turns into a paw. <laughs> you are changing again. You try to yell, but a bark comes out. Whoa, you're a dog. Sniff your way to Don't page 66. <laughs> Woof. Your paws slip off the branch and you drop into the water. What's happening, you think? I didn't rub the snake eye. You doggy paddle. Like, wow, we are so far back that we didn't realize <laughs> that we don't even know. Mm -hmm. Hey, maybe it's not canon. You doggy paddle as hard as you can, but the current sweeps you into the middle of the river. The rapids are even closer, and the rocks look sharp. Then you hear someone calling. Here, Pop! Here, doggy! A small inflatable boat comes up behind you. It's full of people, with voices and paddles and life jackets, <gasps> whitewater rafters. You head towards them. They paddle furiously against the current, trying to rescue you before you hit the rapids. Just in time, their hand pulls your wet dog body onto the boat. <laughs> you shake hard, and water flies onto everyone. How did a dog get in there? Someone asks. 
You try and explain, but all that comes out is a whimper. Poor thing. Let's call it wimpy. Wimpy? There's no time to be annoyed, though. The raft is about to shoot the rapids. Follow the current on a page 85. Gotta be honest, I thought there was 0% chance we were making it past that page. I thought it was 100% gonna be hey, end. I know. I'm happy. We, we got some, uh, some people here, so... The boat hits the rapids and crashes into a rock. It tips so far that you almost fall back into the water, but a hand grabs you by the tail. What? Uh? <laughs> Ow? The rafters all grip their paddles. Another rock looms, but they all paddle furiously. The raft brushes by the rock, spinning to one side. The rafters know what they're doing. After a while, the wild ride starts to be fun. Then your stomach rumbles again. You still haven't eaten. That tingly feeling is coming all over you. Are you changing again? You remember that you swallowed one of the snake eyes. Maybe you're rumbling. You feel his feathers sprout out of your body. Oh no. You're turning into a bird. One of the rafters screams. She points and shouts. Hey, what's happening to Wimpy? You must be a terrifying sight. A dog sprouting feathers. What if the rafters get scared and try and hurt you? But right now, the rafters look like your best chance to get home. Should you fly away or stay in the boat? I mean... We've been a bird. It didn't yeah. go well. So this is like... It's gonna be annoying if being a bird is now good. Mmm, mmm. My only contribution to this is the possibility that being a bird with claws might be a problem in the, mm, the boat. True. And uh, the might do, a murder. might do us like that. We Yeah, we might take out all of this entire group. We don't know. I kind of want to find out. <laughs> I mean, Let's do it. I mean, how would, we, boat. how would we die in that scenario? I mean, let's find out. Yeah. <laughs> let's find out. <laughs> uh... You decide to wait and see if the rafters will help you. You're just sprouting your tail feathers when one of the rafters shouts. It's a monster! Oh no. You flap your wings, but another rafter swings a paddle. It hits your head, bonk! The rafter sees you. One of them stuffs you into a canvas bag. Before you know what's going on, you drift into unconsciousness. When you wake up, you find yourself in a big cage. A lot of kids and adults are staring at you, pointing. Look, Mommy! It's waking up! Shouts a little girl with cotton candy smeared all over her face. Oh, bummer. You're in a zoo. Turn to page 84. Not the end on that page. Maybe in this one. You yell at them to let you go. That didn't sound right. You glance down at your hand. Uh, talons. You feel the wind blowing through your shiny black feathers. You read a sign hanging at the back of your cage. You're a raven. It's not so bad, though. They feed you, water you, clean out your cage. Too bad oh, those seeds are also... Too bad those seeds are also tasty. If you could stop eating long enough to get hungry, your stomach would rumble. Then you might change into something else that could escape from here. Ravens can talk, so in the meantime, you're learning a few words. So far, you can say... Birdy, want a worm. The end. How does everybody have such good it. connections with the zoo? You know? Like, why is the zoo displaying us if they've identified us as a monster? Ah, uh, this is the monster's cage. This is where we yeah. the, the dog raven. Strange. Baba, back on page thirty-four because we're gonna have to fly instead. You uh, made a noise. I made a noise, yeah. Uh, you know, we're, we've flown as a bird, of course, yes. out of the raft so that we're safe from the zoo, which yes. takes us back to the golden path towards victory and justice. Here, yes. on page 34. Why don't you tell us if this sounds familiar at all to you? Yeah. You decide to fly away, and it's a good thing. One of the rafters screams and swings his paddle at you. You flap your wings and soar down the river. You glance at your reflection in the water. You're an owl! You fly high above the boat. The rafters are staring at you as if they still can't believe their eyes. You fly even higher and gaze around. From up here, you can see your campsite. You head towards it as fast as you can. You don't want your stomach to start rumbling while you're in midair. Just as you get to the camp, you start to feel a change again. But your stomach doesn't rumble. Maybe your thousand heartbeats are up. You can't figure it. You can just make your tent. Oh, boy. Wait, what? It's a loop? Yep. Is it actually a loop? This... 
This appears to be, not in text, but in outcome, a duplicate of our previous uh, Becoming a Burden Flying Away story. You figure you can't make it, or figure you can just make it to your tent, you can't wait to crawl into your sleeping bag and take a nap, uh, which lands you near your tent on 124, which I do believe was our previous termination point, and then I can't yes. wait, uh, or rather you see a group of hikers, and you can change back to a human in front of them, what an awesome trick! Scare the Taurus on page 60, which was the terminus at that point as well. Oh my goodness. Unless Let's we, try 124, just in case I'm wrong. <laughs> unless we just went to the wrong... No, that's correct. Unless we just went to the wrong one here. No, rafters, monster, mommy, it's waking up. Oh, wait, mommy, you're in a zoo, that's 52. Interesting. Do we really have to go back to bear? Is that... Is that I, true? I think it's go all the way back to bear. Yeah, uh, 74? Try, try 124 just to confirm... Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Yep. That's eats, <laughs> eats so much. Oh, my God. We found a dead path on this tree. Unless. I mean, here's an alternative for us. Mountain ledge. Yes. Flapping our way to the mountain's ledge with the edge of our falcon ability at the time. My goodness, that is that's far back. Oh, this that is, tree's being pruned. Indeed. All right. Uh, okay. Well, you flap frantically towards the ledge. As you get closer, you stare cross-eyed at your beak. It's starting to look like a nose. You flap harder, but your wings are turning into arms. Again, like this has happened so many times during this book so far. Like that bird, our wings turn to arms. Mm -hmm. Just as you start to fall, a strong gust of wind pushes you the last few feet to the ledge. Oh my god, they brought it back, but it makes sense this time. You land with a thud on some jagged rocks. Ow. That one hurt, especially since you don't have any clothes on. You take a deep breath and look around. There's a cave entrance right in front of you. It's pitch black. Down below you is a huge canyon dotted with cactus and tumbleweeds. The sun is starting to come up. What a great view. If you are naked, stranded, and freezing, you'd really enjoy it. And how are you going to get down? It looks impossible, like an impossible climb. Impossible for a human being, anyway. Then you realize the snake eyes are still in your mouth. You spit them into your hand and peer at them. They're glowing. Take a closer look on page 110. Oh my goodness. In this world, we uh, did not swallow them? Mm-hmm. Not oh my. a single one. You want to take this one? Seems like we're probably going to sure. be peopleless for a while. Let's do it. You hold up one of the eyes. You can see a tawny, muscular mountain lion in it. Hey! Mountain lions don't have trouble climbing down mountains, you think? You gaze into the other eye. It shows a bat flitting through a dark sky. You shiver. You've had enough flying for one day. Yeah. <laughs> On the other hand, bats can see in the dark. You could explore the cave in front of you and then climb down. After all, this is supposed to be a fun vacation. What'll it be? Should you try to climb down as a mountain lion or explore the cave as a bat? Cat, 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 big cat, 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 big cat, big cat. Uh, sorry, gotta mark this down since apparently lots of deaths are happening here, so I really gotta write it down. 35, we go. You rub the snake eye, showing the mountain lion. Cat, cat, cat. Your stomach gurgles, then your arms grow longer. Golden hair slides out of them. You feel fangs sprouting from your gums. You test them with your tongue. They're sharp. You pop the snake eyes under your tongue. Then you open your mouth and let out a practice growl. <laughs> a flock of small birds on the rocks below takes off quickly. Two rabbits scuttle under some bushes. You're king of the desert. You rule all the other animals. Then you hear a rattling noise. Somewhere down in the rocks lurks a rattlesnake. But you're a big mountain lion. You're not afraid of some dinky snake. Then you remember the last words of the snake eyes legend. The rattlesnake still searches for its eyes, and it burns with anger, planning a terrible revenge on the thief who has its eyes. The rattle comes from the rocks again. It sounds even closer, too close for comfort. Turn to page 134. You die. <laughs> Instantly. The, <laughs> the next day. You are not mourned. <laughs> you are not mourned. May God have mercy on your big cat soul. Uh, go ahead. Maybe it's time to get going. You leap down the mountain, jumping from rock to rock. 
Even deep clefts don't slow you down. You jump right over them. You finally stop to rest. Your sharp mountain lion ears pick up a slithering sound behind you. The snake! That can't be. How could a snake slither fast enough to keep up with a mountain lion? Then you hear a rattle echoing through the rocks. Your fur stands on end. You have to keep moving. You lunge down the mountainside. Then, with only a few more leaps to the desert floor, you get a queasy feeling. A thousand heartbeats must be up. You're starting to change. You speed up. But just as you're jumping towards a stony ledge, you can see your claws turning back into hands. You just reach the ledge. You grab at it with your hands, but you can't hold on. You're slipping. Long get a grip on page live 40. the king. No! <laughs> yeah. Uh, voices. You manage to grab the rock with your fingernails and haul yourself up. Ow! As a human? You rub your hands. Ow! That hurts when you're not a mountain lion. <laughs> the desert is just below. You climb gingerly th down the rocks, wishing that a thousand heartbeats lasted just a little bit longer. When you're on solid ground, you scan the area. It's a scrubby, flat desert, just like in the movies, but hotter. Much hotter than when you're watching a movie. <laughs> Heat waves roll off the brown sand and rocks. This looks bad. You don't have any water. You don't even have any clothes. There's no way you can climb back up that mountain. Worse yet, if the snake is still following you. The snake is still following you. Behind you in the rocks, you hear the rattling again. The wind picks up. Sounds almost like a voice. And it's calling... Give me back my eyes. A chill runs down your spine. You're starting to understand something. If the snake eyes work, then maybe the legend about them is true. I mean, hey, stands to reason. That makes the snake that's following you... That means the snake is following you, and it's highly annoyed. After all, you've got its eyes. Yes, turn to page 97. I hope we make the logical decision here of just, like... Give them the eyes! It's their eyes! It's, they can have the eyes. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll take this because yeah. we are in low... Uh, low I know. I just like scanning every page like, do we have words yet? Do we have dialogue yet? It's all good. You need to turn into another animal. Quick! You spit the snake eyes out into your palm and gaze at them. They're glowing! Good! One shows a small kangaroo rat. Hopping along. You once read that kangaroo rats know how to live in the desert. They can even get water from seeds. The other shows a Mojave rattlesnake slithering along a sand dune. Rattlesnakes are also good at surviving in the desert. The question is, which animal can escape from that snake that's been stalking you? You scratch your head, looking back and forth between the snake eyes. A kangaroo rat? Uh, they can hop pretty fast. Or a Mojave rattler? That would put you and the rattler on even footing, or even stomach. Ah, never mind. You have to choose. And you can hear the snake getting closer. To be a kangaroo rat, 116, Mojave Rattler slithers over to 8-7. We need to escape a snake. Let's transform into its natural prey. A kangaroo. <laughs> rat, yeah, kangaroo rat. <laughs> Absolutely 100% correct. We cannot turn into any form of rodent. Although, I, uh, I will say, it might know, rodents be a, that are yeah. native to the desert as well probably have defense and survival mechanisms against uh, rattlesnakes, you would hope, uh, considering yeah. it's a, a predator of the desert. Wait, wait. Analyzing, scanning, memory bank, Scan. memory bank, scanning, 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 blah, blah, blah. beware page, beware page, tiny, <gasps> tiny hole, rat, tiny hole, rat, rat, tiny hole. <laughs> to be a kangaroo rat, let's go. Okay, hold on. Let me just like I, my my page that I normally write down all my uh, different paths that we've been on to keep things straight is very jumbled delayed, like today, believe it or not. So I'm going to just cross out large sections here. There we go. Okay. All good. As you rub the snake eye, you feel yourself stretching, shifting, the muscles in your back growing stronger, flexible. Just before your arms disappear, you pop the eyes into your mouth. Wait. Oh, <laughs> I did the wrong one. <laughs> We wanted to be rat. Uh, uh, if the rat is just immediately an end, it would have been hilarious. You are long rat. Rats, that's the ticket. You rub the eye and start to shrink. Longer, thinner, snake-like, but actually a rat. No. You pop the snake eyes into your mouth. Soon you have whiskers, a long tail, and powerful hind legs. 
The hiss of a rattlesnake comes from a few feet away. Whirling around, you spot it. The snake's long brown body slides and bumps through the rocks. His forked tongue flickers in and out of its cruel mouth. And its eyes, its eyes are nothing but gaping sockets with raw flesh oozing out of them. Oof. Your whiskers twitch and you squeak with fear. The snake suddenly coils and rears up. You hop away so quickly that you're almost flying. Not again. No flying. No more flying. You try to count your heartbeats, but they're coming way too fast. Still, you're... Oh, no. You're putting a lot of distance between you and the snake. Soon, another sound makes your rat, er rat ears perk up. It's a screeching coming from above. You peer into the sky. A falcon is circling overhead. You remember how good your eyesight was when you were a falcon. And to the falcon, you probably look like lunch. You hop like crazy, but the screeching comes closer. You hear the wings flapping just over your head. Hop faster. Turn to page 94. I was not expecting us to be prey of different animal. To yeah. Be but we got some voices here. So just as the falcon's claws open up over your head, you see a hole in the sand. You dive in. The falcon screeches angrily. You hear it flap away. You're in a long tunnel. It's cool down here. Running along, you can smell other kangaroo rats. The smell gets stronger until a line of rats passes you, chatting about how they need to collect seeds. Talking rats? <laughs> then you remember you're a rat too. It makes sense that you can understand them. You pass more rats digging and carrying things. This must be Kangaroo Rat City. Seems to be miles of tunnels and burrows. Before long, a huge chamber opens up in, a front, in the front of you. Two guard rats bar the way. Why do you want to enter the chamber? Demands one. Squeak up! <laughs> the other one snaps. If you talk, the guards will see the snake eyes in your mouth. What if they just try and take them? Maybe you should just keep your mouth shut and hop away. Speak up, go to page 70 to keep your mouth shut. Hop quietly to 81. Hmm. I mean, there's a throne room, and I want—I I, I don't want to leave it, but Rat King. I don't know. Yeah, let's let's try at seventy. I just, I want to see what's in the throne room. Yeah, let us in. All right, you open your mouth to say hello, but when the guards see the eyes, they both flat out a yell. A crowd surrounds you and lifts you up on its shoulders. Soon you learn the real legend of the Snake Eyes. Turns out the jewels belonged to the kangaroo rats long ago. The kangaroo rat queen wore them on her crown. One day she was snatched away by an evil snake along with the jewels. They weren't Snake Eyes after all. Well, you knew that other legend was just a dumb story. Magic Snake. <laughs> he was just mean. Not to mention eyeless. Huh. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> For returning the jewels, you are made the ruler of the kangaroo rats. The problem is the guard rats lock up their jewels for safekeeping. You can't change back into a human. But it's still nice to be the boss, even if you are a rat. The end. Good ending. Uh, also a good ending. We have a bunch more friends. What a good ending. Uh, good, yeah. Great ending. We have provided value to creatures of our kind and are thus exactly. rewarded with... Love and adoration. Great ending. We've returned cultural artifacts. We have purpose. Free friends. No effort. I don't know. <laughs> Pretty cool. Let's uh, not open our mouth on 81, though. For humor's sake. We'll humor it. You wave at the guards and scurry away. Come back here! One shouts. What was that? The other cries. You run faster. The guards squeak for help. You hear more rats coming. You find a long, empty tunnel and rush down it as fast as you can. But the guards are right behind you. The tunnel starts to slant upward. Maybe you can make it outside. Your heart's racing. You must be close to a thousand heartbeats. You'd like to see those guards' faces when you turn back to a human. But then suddenly the tunnel stops. It's a dead end. Oh, turn to page 137. Don't you tell me. Don't you tell me. A thing I I know and love about uh, small rodent uh, is they have very fast heartbeats. We yeah. should so be a human again by now. Yeah, absolutely. <sighs> the guards close in, and you cough out the snake eyes. Maybe you can turn into something bigger, but the eyes aren't glowing. 
When you look into them, you don't see a thing. You're trapped. One of the guards sees the snake eyes. Look at the crown jewels! He screeches. You must be the one who stole them! The other rats crowd around, squeaking and climbing over each other. Wait a minute! Those are snake eyes! From the store! You protest. Of course they are! <laughs> it snaps the first guard. But they're also our crown jewels! You'll see why when you meet our king! They drag you back to the throne room and wait for the king to return. You hear him coming long before he arrives. Your sensitive ears pick up on the slither of his scales. In the dirt tunnel, it's the rat, the rattlesnake. King rattlesnake, that is the end. Uh, different, <laughs> entirely different canon, excuse. <laughs> entirely different canon. They're still the crown jewels, but now the rattlesnake is king. Yeah. And the rattlesnake is king of mice? Exactly! He didn't even try and exert domain over us when we turned into a kangaroo rat earlier. And also, all of this means we need to go all the way back to becoming a rattlesnake instead of a kangaroo rat, which I believe is 87 versus 160. Correct. Alright. Man, is up. this how Goosebumps is now? <laughs> I don't think so. I think it... I think that, uh, I, my money is on the, they had the idea of like, oh, wouldn't it be cool to write all these different little snippets for different animals? And the other path is more straightforward. That's my guess. Mm, They're like, that would make sense. all right, be, be this animal, be this animal, be this animal, be this animal, et cetera, et cetera. And then we're going to just come to an abrupt end. Uh, that's my guess. As you rub the snake eye, you feel yourself stretching, shifting. Hey, that's familiar. The muscles in your back grow strong, flexible. Just before your arms disappear, you pop the eyes into your mouth. Now you're a snake, too. On the sandy ground, you twist and turn until you get the hang of slithering. Just in time, too, because you hear the other rattlesnake close behind you. You snake into the desert. As the sun comes up, the sand is hot in your, on your belly. The wind carries the sound of the snake that's chasing you. You could swear it's hissing. Give me back my eyes. You crawl on dune after dune. Your muscles get sore, but you're just not cut out to slither. Behind you, closer than ever, you hear the other rattler. Then you see a small fire ahead. Campers! If you can reach them, maybe they'll help you when you turn into a human again. Or maybe you should just stop running and give the crazy snake its eyes. It's not too late to say you're sorry, is it? To head towards the campfire, slither over to 107 to give the snake the eyes. 86. Um, I, I mean, I we've don't. We've got to give him his eyes back, right? You know, I um, just, I just, no, I said, you know, I just don't trust our decisions anymore. But I'm gonna say, yeah, yeah. You crawled far enough, you're pooped. You turn around and nervously wait for the other snake. As he slithers over the dunes, his scales rasp on the sand. You shiver as he stops in front of you, his tail rising and giving a long rattle. Give me back my eyes. You cough up the snake eyes. Sorry, I was just trying to have a little fun. You explain shakily. Fun? With someone else's eyes? Well, thanks for giving them back anyway. He doesn't seem mad, just happy to have his eyes back. Maybe he's not such a bad snake after all. He isn't. In fact, he turns you back into a human, then he gives you directions to your camp. While you're walking, you feel something weird in your mouth. Two of your teeth are really sharp. Whoa, cool! He lets you keep your fangs! You rub your tongue against them all the way back to camp. You can't wait to smile at your annoying older brother. You silently send the snake a message. Fangs for the memories! The end! I mean, I'm actually thinking this is legit one that I'd be fine with saying is actually an end, but I do want to humor the other path. I I do also. This, like, th this this does reach a terminus for yeah. the storyline of that, but also, like, do we want snake fangs? <laughs> Not really, but, like, I'm saying at this point, if we hit another dead end on the other side, this is good enough, in my opinion. Is kind of where is kind of where I'm at, like. All right, slithering into the camp, you spot three people snoozing, snoozing in sleeping bags. Good, you don't want to scare anybody. The rattle of the other snake sends a shiver down your spine. 
Interspine is long. Quick, where can you hide? A sleeping bag. Another snake won't look for you there. You slide in next to a sleeping camper. You peek out. The other rattler slithers into the camp. Then it raises its tail and rattles. Two of the campers wake up screaming. They scramble out of their bags. It's almost funny. But the third one isn't scared. Grabs a long stick with a loop at the end. Like lightning, he whips the loop around the other snake's head. He stuffs it into a big sack. Yes! Oh, that'll make a nice bill. He comments. Then he spots your head poking out of the sleeping bag. Uh-oh. You try and slither away, but he's too fast. In moments, you're dangling from his loop, trapped. Oh, this one'll make an excellent purse. He exclaims. A purse? How embarrassing. You thought this adventure would be cool, but now you... Don't you just wish you could bag it? The end. Oh my. What a wild... So, so to be clear, mm. this completely uses up everything from this yes. section. Uh, yep, this exhausts uh, literally every choice that we made since taking the eyes. This is a full or, completion route. Uh, unless, no, like, wait, we could have been a bear. Oh, yes, sorry. We could have been a bear yes. in the very first instance before like, becoming a falcon. Yes. Literally, the decision, like, 50 minutes ago. That's how far <laughs> back we would have to go to get a different conclusion. But I would say the 63 ending, I think, is, like, the logical canon ending. Oh, wait, was it 63? Yeah. Yeah, thanks. I think that's the, that's the logical good end i guess it's, it's not like a super satisfying one but i think it's the one we get <laughs> yeah i mean look it, it resolves it, the you know, rattlesnake's curse it gives them back their eyes uh we get you know quote unquote some kind of a reward for it our character seems to at least take it as reward yeah i mean it's as positive as any of them have been save you know getting free board and breakfast at a zoo forever yeah I mean, I mean, wow. Like, other than that, it's kind of just like going all the way back up to the beginning. I'm, I am curious. What... I don't think becoming a bear will just be a, a dead path there. Yeah, that's kind of my, my thought is it's probably a full. Oh, my God. Just none of the pages. That's right. I forgot. None of the pages work back there. Like, we'd have to poke around 26, 135, back to 135, back to 33. It's just. Oh, boy. It's a lot of dead ends. Uh, a mm. lot of dead ends on that path there. So like, holy. It's, it's interesting because it seems like they almost have like a split of gameplay along these two ones. The Snake Eyes gives us a lot of paths that are, you know, like dead ends and back up and dead ends and back up and different kind of options and stuff. Like it's more like a, a flowing out kind of uh, flowchart, I guess is what I'm, the word I'm looking for. Um, whereas it looks like, just as we're scanning past them, uh, the pages for the other story where you are trying to you know, explore the cave and find the lost gold uh, seems to be a lot more puzzle orientated. It, it seems to definitely be the case, like a more traditional or traditional compared to what we've been like. Yeah, along what we're doing. Oh, dang. Well, bear terminates bear. I, I don't I think there's there's probably another line to the end, but it looks like it has it, it it would be like a full another hour, probably, I would guess. Makes sense. That's okay. That is a return situation, although I think I'm going to want to get in that lost gold cave. Yeah. So I can make myself a trillion billionaire. Seeing those treasures and those puzzles are, it's quite appetizing. But hey, I mean, we're at the end here. Alas, uh, typical things. If you enjoy the podcast make sure to leave a kind of like review on places that you would do that, like a Spotify or what have you, or if you're watching on the YouTube channel or anything, youtube.com slash at turn to page cast, pop over there, give it a subscribe, give likes when you can. It really does help out quite a bit. Um, and uh, other than that, do you have anything you want to poke at? Nothing in particular this week at all. All right. Well, I'll do the uh, I'll do the due diligence plug of the 
books we're looking for. If anybody, we are still looking for these following books. If that is um, something you have any leads on how to find or can scan in and send to uh, turn to page cast at gmail.com. We're looking for Hocus Pocus Horror, Ship of Ghouls, Into the Twister of Terror, Zombie School, All Day Nightmare. Those are the books of the normal series we're still looking for. And for special edition, these ones are extra important. Uh, Return to Terror Tower, Revenge of the Body Squeezers, and Weekend at Poison Lake. Uh, some of them have, you know, like limited viewing online, like Zombie School, Return to Terror Tower, Body Squeezers, but they don't have the full thing. So if anybody has, uh, yeah, you know, a way for us to do episodes on those, sending them in to turn to pagecast at gmail.com would be wonderful, of course. Uh, but that's all I got. But alas, that is that. It's going to do it here for Turn to Page. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Adios, y'all.